Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today, I am so grateful to have my new friend Molly here with me. Molly has created this amazing shop. It's like a shop meets a like a little bar front, if you will, but not in the way that you're thinking of bar front because it is non-alcoholic spirits. I have got to venture there myself with my good friend Bianca. We got to come in and, and try your amazing verbena tea is what I tried and just see the beautiful space you've created and not just a space, but a conversation on how we can be and show up and not have to act in a certain way or drink certain things to be in a social environment. And so it's so funny because I recently um, have just found that I was like, "Ah, I'm just not as interested in drinking like a little bit here, a little bit there, but not like every time I go to have dinner or meet up with a friend. And so when I heard about what you were doing, I was like, oh, this is genius. It's a conversation me and my friends have been having. And so Molly, I'm grateful to have you here to not only talk about your business and the the foundation of this idea, but also mom life. Because as you were just sharing, you also have twins. I do. <laughs> That's a whole other ballgame. Yes. So take a second. Tell us a little bit about the mom and the entrepreneur side of your life. Sure. So like you said, I have twins. Um, they will be eight in October. They just started second grade. So really, I, I, I just left a corporate career. I worked in finance and accounting for the last 17 years. Um, I was at KeyBank for 13 years before I decided to make the leap to become an entrepreneur. Um, but I've always had a dream of owning my own business. But having twins kind of definitely put a pause on that because it's just all consuming for so many years. I joke with people that the, at least the first year felt like I was on house arrest because I literally <laughs> just like yep. could not get everything together or it wasn't even worth it to try mm-hmm. to get out because by the time we were out the door, someone was crying and needed something. So yeah, the, those there was a few years there where it was just all consuming being a mom. Mm-hmm. And I still worked during all of that period. I had a really great career that I enjoyed um, and learned a lot from, especially in terms of leadership. Mm-hmm. But I always had this dream in the back of my mind of owning my own business. Mm-hmm. And it was really the pandemic that put things into perspective. This life is short and precious. Mm-hmm. And if not now, when? Yeah. Um, and my, my kids are now old enough where it wasn't so daunting mm-hmm. to think about making a change. Um, so I feel like the timing just lined up perfectly. Um, and I ended up leaving key at the end of March and just this just year. This past March. Oh my gosh. It feels like a lifetime ago and right. it really wasn't that long ago. Um, so yeah, I left there at the end of March and we opened the doors to Verbena on July 7th. Mm-hmm. So it felt like such a long time yeah. it, while I was going through it. But now when I look back, I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty quick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm curious about, you said that you always dreamed of being an entrepreneur. Yes. Tell me more about that. Um, I was like the kid that was organizing everybody to do everything. Like Mm -hmm. we were putting on plays or playing capture the flag, but also like wanting to set up a lemonade stand and sell Girl Scout cookies and 
um, Mally bars in <laughs> high school uh, to raise money for prom. And um, so I definitely always had that entrepreneurial spirit. But it was, I came out of banking and I was in like a, this risk management position. So I definitely had this kind of like risk mindset. And becoming an entrepreneur to me always seemed a little bit scary. But it was about, uh, let's see, it was the end of 2021. I was talking to a career counselor and I was telling her I've always wanted this dream. And she said, I think you should just start small, like just find a side hustle, keep your current day job, but just do something small and try it out and see if you really do like this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And it was around that time that my husband had also, he had stopped drinking at the beginning of that year. And so the thing that I had been spending a lot of time doing was finding all of these new products. So most of the products that we sell in our store, they're new. They've only been out maybe three years. Wow. Like the oldest product, yeah, it's like maybe three years old. Um, so I was discovering all of these kind of real time and talking with this career counselor. And she had challenged me, like, what's something you could kind of do as a side project as your own business and see if you like it? And it was around that time that I read about shops in New York City that had opened that were dedicated to selling these products. Mm -hmm. And I, this is still middle of the pandemic, couldn't travel to New York. Um, but I was like, oh, I wish I had someone I could talk to or I could try the products before I'm just like ordering everything off Instagram. Right. And then I read about this shop um, called Spirited Away in New York City. And I was like, that was sort of the aha moment of like, oh, I wish we had that here in Cleveland oh, I could bring that to Cleveland. I've been spending this last year trying all these products and sharing them with people and talking about them. So that's really what started the journey in 2022 um, while still working full-time on the side and on the weekends. I was doing focus groups and tasting events, and I had a cart that I rented at the Van Aken District where I would sell drinks and the products. Mm -hmm. And really the biggest thing I spent 2022 doing was talking to as many people as I could and trying to determine if there was a market for this here in Cleveland. And ultimately I did decide there was, mm -hmm. but it all, then the question was, okay, if there is a market for it here in Cleveland, where does that market, where would be the best place for that? Mm -hmm. um, and I originally, I'm an East Sider. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up on the East side. I live now near Shaker Square. I was hoping that Van Aken would end up being maybe the spot that it fit best. Yeah. Um, but I kept doing things there and I, not that I got a bad reception, but I just wasn't getting the feeling of like, this is the, this is the spot. And then in, it was just in January of this year, I did an event with Harness Collective mm -hmm. when they had, um, they had a site at the city goods in right in Hingetown in, mm -hmm. in Ohio city. It was the first Saturday after the holidays and like, no one should have been out shopping, mm -hmm. but they had great foot traffic and it was people that were coming in from all over the city. It truly like proved itself to be this destination neighborhood. And I had my best event ever and I was just like, okay, this solidifies it. This is the neighborhood I need to be in. Mm -hmm. And Ann Harnett um, and her, one of the managers on her team, Caroline, they were the only people I told. I said, if you know of any leases in this neighborhood coming up, let me know, I'm really interested. Mm -hmm. And it was about a week later that um, I got an email from Amber Pompey, who had Cleveland Tea Revival okay. in this a, tea, a beautiful tea shop mm -hmm. in the place that I, the physical location I'm in now. Mm -hmm. I got an email from her saying, I'm ready to kind of end the physical part of my business. I just mm -hmm. want to take tea online and do retail and wholesale sales. Mm -hmm. 
would you be interested in like purchasing the cafe, the actual physical business? Yeah. And it just, her and I had this one conversation and it just seemed like kismet. And we were like, yeah, I think this is what we're both meant to be doing. Mm -hmm. um, and it just moved really, really quickly after that. That was in February. Isn't that crazy how quickly <laughs> that can turn around? Yeah. I talk about that a lot. And I wonder if you feel the same way you mentioned kismet mm -hmm. and how my friends and I always say like, everything's always working out for us and just the synchronicities. And I talked about it in the episode with Ann and Andrea yeah. about like when you have that conviction around that idea and that gut feeling and just like, this is kind of what I'm meant to be doing. Isn't it amazing how quickly it all happens? Yeah. And it's just, it's been so magical. It's, funny it's almost like become a joke in the shop because I will just say like this it just happened like twice in the last week I'll give you specific yeah, yeah. examples and they're little things but it's like just crazy um we've been running these toast specials and I kept saying I really want to do tomato toast mm -hmm. I need to like come into some fresh tomatoes mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I love tomato toast but I was like I just need somehow to come into tomatoes because I don't have any at my house mm -hmm. and whatever so I was in the shop last week and Jeremy Omansky over at Larder came in the door and he said, Molly, um, I've got this guy. He goes to the Amish. There's Amish auctions oh. probably, um, I'm assuming, out yeah. here. Mm -hmm. um, and he's got a truck and he's selling stuff out of the back of his truck. He's got heirloom tomatoes. Of course he does. And so I went and bought three cases of heirloom tomatoes. And right now we're running this amazing toast special. So it was like I wanted to go into tomatoes and then boom, there they mm -hmm. were. Um, there's another product we were out of. It's called Monday. I kept meaning to reorder it, meaning to reorder it, but I just didn't for some reason. And then I got a, a call out of the blue in the shop, someone who had owned a bar down in like Canton, mm -hmm. they'd closed. And he said, I've got three cases of this Monday and I'll sell them to you at a discount. Uh -huh. and, she, and his wife delivered them today. And I was just like, I guess I needed that. And yeah. here they are. So yeah, it's just funny. I feel like once you're, I call it being in the flow. Yes. Once you're just kind of like in the flow like life, it just gets a lot easier. A hundred percent. Okay. I want to talk about this in the flow. Yeah. When you're in the flow, what, what are some things maybe you're doing or you're thinking like, yeah. I, I believe that as well. And so I do a lot of like visualization and I meditate and yeah. I try to keep choosing what's fun and what excites me and doing a lot less of the shoulds mm -hmm. and more of what feels right to me. So what does in the flow mean to you? I'm so curious. Yeah. Meditation has been huge yeah. for me. So, um, I started a pretty like serious and regular meditation. I've always been a yogi and been involved in that, but like um, I made space in my house and last fall I really started like before the kids wake up in the morning, I go into the yoga meditation room mm -hmm. and I just have a quiet like half an hour. Mm -hmm. I just always go in there and I sit down every morning and I either journal or I do like a guided meditation um, I've got like a moon calendar in there that cool. I read, <laughs> but yeah. I can tell there's a big difference when life gets busy and I don't take the time to do that. I do feel myself kind of like coming out of it, mm -hmm. getting more anxious, feeling more stressed and overwhelmed. And um, something about having that morning practice, it's like just like a daily reminder, a daily awakening that even if things don't feel like they're happening as quickly as I would like them, which mm -hmm. is another theme for me in my life of like, I want things now, now, now. Mm -hmm. um, just like to have patience. And every time I do that, the patience usually pays off. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, that you mentioned that when you're not doing it, you feel anxious. Yeah. When you are meditating and you get into flow, things are coming more easily. It feels to me like for you, 
there's that groundedness Mm -hmm. and you get that clarity on what to do next. And that to me sounds like what inflow means to you, knowing what that next step is to take or knowing even what to ask for. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. And I think um, you said what to ask for. Like I will actually like ask for things and ask for guidance or signs or help. And I usually get it. It's Mm -hmm. kind of, it's, it all sounds kind of like woo woo and crazy, but I've had so much proof, especially since I've kind of taken the step of listening to my gut and Mm -hmm. kind of following where the universe has been sending me. I get so much affirmation back of like, you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. (laughs) Even when I have days where I'm like, this is too hard or this is too overwhelming. I've just gotten so many clear signs and I'm kind of like, I know this is what I was meant to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so. I'm curious with this inflow and kind of what you've learned and also naturally just been, talk about that with your mom life. Cause you're juggling two, mm-hmm. two younger kids and it can be hard to be in flow and to stay calm and do that all while you're, you have a, your business is new. Like it's a yeah. brand new business and there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. Um, so going back to, I had, it it took us about a year to get pregnant and Mm -hmm. that was a really tough year. Mm -hmm. And I really turned to yoga and like a spiritual practice at that point to get through that. And, um, in the beginning of 2013, I did Cleveland yoga's yoga teacher training. And just as I started the training, I found out I was pregnant with the twins. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did a lot of yoga and meditation while I was pregnant and it really helped in terms of like my labor, cause you just get comfortable with that discomfort or knowing like you can use your breath to get through it. So I definitely, I used all of those tools up to the point that I then had children and then it just all flew out. <laughs> the window. Years, right? It was all gone and it was just about survival. And like I said earlier, it, I was truly in like just survival mode mm-hmm. for many years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know exactly when I came out of that, but it definitely, you know, when they got to about five or six, there's just it, things get a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And it's good for me to know. <laughs> yes, a lot easier. I mean, but we were still when they were five and six, we were still in the pandemic. So mm-hmm. um, and the pandemic was a big turning point for me. But coming out of that pandemic and them being at this age was like, OK, I can pick this back up again. I can I can make the time to focus on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not in survival mode anymore. That's when I started doing this ref- a lot more reflection and figuring out of like, okay, I, my life has been on this track. It's got had a very clear momentum for a long time and that's great, but it's just not feeling completely aligned with my values. And I'm just not getting the, like, I just didn't feel like I was getting the satisfaction out of it that I wanted to. Um, and, and I also was feeling like it doesn't really matter what they pay me. Like, I'm just never going to care that much about this. It's just not, what I want to be spending my life doing. Um, so anyway, uh, being able to then finally focus on that and take the time to meditate and have clarity and self-reflection is what very quickly kind of led me down a totally different path than mm-hmm. I'd been on. Um, and I think it's been really great for my kids to watch because they are old enough to really know what's going on and they're really proud mm-hmm. and they love it. They call themselves VIP at the shop. Oh and like they always knew I worked, but now there's a lot more tangibility to that mm-hmm. because they can see it and hear me talk about it. And I talk about it in a much different way. Like I had this long corporate career and I honestly, I like never talked about it at home. Cause it was like, I go to work, I do mm-hmm. my work. And when I leave, 
I'm home and I don't think about work anymore, right. which is a blessing in some ways. Some days mm-hmm. I miss that because yeah. I don't now I can't like shut it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would joke with my husband. I'm like, you don't know. He had no clue what I did. <laughs> Nobody right? did. Right? Nobody that I didn't work with had any concept of what like I did Chandler. for work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was exactly like that because I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't right. think it was that interesting. I was good at it and whatever. But like I People close to me had no clue. Now they know all. Now yeah. they know everything. Yeah. You know they know the ins and outs of everything. Mm-hmm. So I just think that that's nice and especially important. Like I really want my daughter to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to see that she and to see like she's very artistic. Okay, cool. And so I feel like that's something I've been trying to foster in her since she was really little. Of like, you maybe this will be your career, but like you can always do this. Mm-hmm. Like you could be a makeup artist. You could be a stylist. Mm-hmm. You could be. Like, just keep following this. And, like, I never want her to feel like what I felt like, which was, like, uh, no, I need to be more practical and get an accounting degree and Mm -hmm. try to go down this more conventional path. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't satisfying. Exactly. In a way that I could keep going down that road for another 25 years until I retire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard when you know that there's an opportunity for freedom and fulfillment Mm -hmm. that you can have both. And when you get a taste of it, you're like, Ooh, I can't can't let go of it now. Do you see, I love that you're infusing the conversation of entrepreneurship with your kids and Mm -hmm. showing them what's possible. And I'm sure they get to be, like you said, in the business and in helping out and seeing like, Ooh, I can do what I love and be able to help people. That's really important to us as well. Um, do you start to see any inklings that they're similar? Either of them are similar to you. Like, have they tried any lemonade stands or have they been like organizing things? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's definitely more artistic than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and my son, he's more, he's like into video games and okay. he's just, um, he's like a sponge. He just absorbs everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did a popsicle stand this summer uh-huh. and they, you know, they don't know what we spent to buy right. the popsicles, but they made good money. And then, um, and they were doing it with the neighbors. All the neighbor kids came mm-hmm. over and then the ice cream truck drove by and they went and spent all the money at the ice cream. I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. <laughs> we have um, no concept of money. <laughs> no. Oh, well, it's so hard, right? Because, so I have a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. They are always wanting a new toy and I wanted this conversation to start now. So mm-hmm. we said, great, what do you love to do and how can it help people? We'll start a business. So they started he loves UPS trucks, my son. So UPS cookies. So we did like a crumble meets cameo where they made cookies. You got to pick your custom cookie and we videoed them while they were making it and they hand delivered it and they customized the bag and all the things. And so they made enough because he wanted an $85 UPS vehicle. Wow. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, we can earn some money to get there. And it's, I just think that conversation is so important. And he was, he's four, but he was struggling with like, why, why is it taking so long? I'm like, well, buddy, when you go to Play Matters, you have to physically hand them the money. And he said, well, we just give them the credit card. Yeah. And so it's really interesting to try to like have that conversation and explain it when we don't have anything really physical to show anymore. Exactly. But yeah, yeah I, and I think I'm curious if you found this too, of trying to make that correlation between like, an abundance mindset with money and that Mm. it flows to us easily and we can do it by doing what we love. I think there can be that conversation out there, like you said, of do what's going to make you the money and be stable. I don't want my kids to feel that way. I want them to be able to just be open to receiving. Yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely been my attitude 
from the beginning of this. So I, I did an MBA program at John Carroll. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. So like I have a business background. I have an accounting background. Yeah. I worked at a bank. You'd think I'd be the first person to like make a spreadsheet of a <laughs> of a business budget and plan. No, mm-hmm. that's no. all out the window. <laughs> Not necessary. So it would be like, yeah, it would be like people would be like, so yeah, like how's your business case look or what are the numbers? And I'm like... I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. I'm trying not to focus too much on that. And like you said, much more of like just trusting in the abundance. And that's uncomfortable at times because Mm -hmm. like, I mean, just last, last weekend we lost power and we were closed on Friday and Saturday. And like when those are your two busiest days, like that, that hurts. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I now have eight employees. Like we have to make, I have to pay them Mm -hmm. every other week. So there's payroll. So like, I'm trying to find that balance of like, trusting in the abundance and like if I'm on the right path and keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing like I shouldn't have to worry about money and like it will (laughs) you know it'll kind of figure itself out but also like I'm in the midst of hiring an accountant because I I can't just completely ignore the realities of (laughs) responsibilities of you know a lease and payroll and all of that Mm so um but I'm trying not to let it be too consuming yeah I always talk that it's so hard because it's like we're building the plane and flying it at the same exactly. time, right? I think there's just so much conversation mm-hmm. about how we're thinking and what we're saying and we're having to reprogram ourselves and understanding that, which hopefully will help our kids and that this is just a normal conversation for them. That mm-hmm. there's, how would I think any other way? But it could be tough to be like, eh. you know, I always think of how am I phrasing this? Like, I don't like to say hard work anymore. Because does work have to be hard? Right. Like, do we have to make it harder? Can it be, I'm trying to find a different way, fun work? Exactly. Like, easy work? Uh, Because work is fun for me now. Exactly, (laughs) right? I do enjoy doing it. If I didn't enjoy doing it, that's like a sign of like, okay, then let's go a different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned your team, Mm -hmm. which I have so, so many things I love when people bring up teams because some people listening don't have a team yet. Normally, everybody listening is around year three plus of their business. Mm -hmm. And so they haven't or they're just about to add on. But in addition to that, I also want to talk about the space in general. So why don't you talk about that build out from creating the Mm -hmm. space as your own, taking it over and creating it yourself and what you realized you needed in terms of team and not being able to do it alone? Sure. Uh, So um, Cleveland Tea Revival was this thriving tea business. Mm -hmm. And when Amber and I got together, I said, I love your existing business, but I don't know anything about tea. So I cannot authentically take over a tea shop. Um, But it was also this great pairing with non-alcoholic drinks because so many teas pair well with spirits and it it just was a good partnership. So basically what we did, um, we rebuilt the shop to be more, uh, she had made it a to-go cafe as well during the pandemic. So we rebuilt it to be open to customers. We built a bar mm-hmm. and basically we're open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. It is very similar to what the tea shop was. We have their same food menu. Mm-hmm. We paired it back a little bit, but that was nice because this was things that already existed and worked right. really well. And Amber was able to train my team on it. And it was like, here are things that we know are good and works. So we've got great food that we inherited from Amber and her team. And then um, we still serve her tea. She had like 52 teas because it was a tea shop. I think we have eight right now. We're trying to add some more on um, because we really love the tea. It's really good. Um, and then we serve espresso and then and the food. So basically during the day, it's a coffee tea shop cafe. Mm-hmm. And then um, at around three o'clock, we switch to our night menu. And so this is the piece that's new um, okay. because now 
this is the bar. <laughs> we have mm-hmm. um, a whole evening menu that is, we call them free-spirited cocktails, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't like the term mocktail. That sounds mm-hmm. fake. Yeah. And it looks really similar to um, a, a, you know, a craft cocktail menu. We have, I think there's eight on our summer menu. It's a seasonal menu. Some of them are trying to sort of mimic or be similar to traditional alcohol drinks. So we have a new fashion that's like an old fashion. Oh, I love that. We have that. one called the crown that's like a Pimm's cup. But then we have others that are just, they're not trying to mimic alcohol. It's just kind of its own thing, but it's still this adult complex tasting drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have light food in the evening, like cheese board and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and then on Fridays and Saturdays, we stay open till 10 because we right off the bat heard had the demand of people wanting to stay because Mm -hmm. they do feel like they're at a bar. When you're there, you feel like you're at a bar. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, like I find myself when I drink these drinks, I still feel kind of buzzed. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of that like placebo effect. Right, right, right. Or just the like giving yourself permission to relax and be social. Mm -hmm. I always attributed so much of that coming from the alcohol directly. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting when people start experimenting, which it sounds like you've done too, of like, Oh, actually, maybe that's not coming from the alcohol. I just always attributed it to that mm-hmm. has been my experience. So for me, um, I stopped drinking at the beginning of 2022. Okay. And it's really just been like a choice of like, mm-hmm. I feel better mm-hmm. and the options are so good. And um, now when I, I've kind of like lost my palate for alcohol, if I mm-hmm. do taste it, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. just t- all I can taste is alcohol. I can't yeah. taste all these other flavors that I'm not used to. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, so we're open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So there's no way I could be there all the time. <laughs> You'd be um, so we have a day team and a night team. We've got a team lead for the day and a team lead for the night. And they have um, teams. So there's eight people total. Everybody is part time. Okay. But they've been amazing. Right? Yeah. You know, they all had great experience. That was the other thing. I had absolutely no food service experience right? <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never would have gone this route if it wasn't for Amber mm-hmm. and the opportunity to have her, to like have an existing business yeah. with a food service permit, with a lease, with everything, with the equipment um, and her there to train us on so much of it. Mm-hmm. So really we were able to take an existing business and then just figure out how to add the bar equipment that we needed into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, we built a team pretty quickly, um, and they're amazing. And yeah, the, the, the whole, um, kind of foundation of our business, what I wanted Verbena to be was this very welcoming and celebratory place, because I feel like there's so much social pressure around alcohol and it is tied socially to so many of our celebrations. And what we're trying to do is show you like, it's not the alcohol that creates the celebration. Mm-hmm. It's fun to have a pretty drink in your hand mm-hmm. and to, t- you know, to be sipping on something bubbly, but it doesn't have to have alcohol in it. Right. So that's really kind of the whole point is like, you can still celebrate, you can still be included. Mm-hmm. You can still have really great tasting things. They just don't have to have the alcohol in it mm-hmm. and you'll wake up feeling better yeah. <laughs> and you won't say things you regret. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you'll sleep better. There's all these wonderful benefits mm-hmm. and some of the spirits that um, have come out, actually have like functional medicine in them, functional plant-based ingredients in them. So not only will you not feel bad, like some of them are actually really good for you. What is your favorite drink? I have to ask that. I don't have a favorite on the menu. Like I, the menu's like my baby. You know, I love all of them. I wouldn't have put them on there if I didn't Mm -hmm. love all of them. But my favorite product recently is one called Dr. Zero Zero. Mm -hmm. It's out of Italy. It's an Amarno. So if you like the flavor of an Amaro, which is like 
bitter and sweet. It's kind of like a dark colored alcohol. We make, uh, it's called the Stresa Sour, which it's just the Dr. Zero Zero, fresh squeezed lemon, fresh squeezed orange juice, Mm -hmm. and a little bit of simple syrup. It's a very simple drink, but it's just so, I just think it's so delicious. The other thing I wanted to ask too was the design of the space Mm -hmm. because it's gorgeous. Thank you. I went in and it was just the light fixtures that you had. It was so our vibe. And so I'm curious, is that all you or did you have help in that or was that partly already there? No, we um, we really changed the whole space yeah. because like I said, it had been this to-go cafe. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we did was we took down this wall that went between the customer space and the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then we had to rebuild and it's a small space and we were yeah. trying to maximize um, a, a lot in there, a coffee mm-hmm. tea shop, a bar and mm-hmm. retail, because I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned that, but everything <laughs> that we use in our products, we also sell as retail. So mm-hmm. we were trying to like maximize this small space for a lot of different uses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd been working with Charity from Studio Chartreuse, yeah. her and her team, Allie, Allie Forbes and her team. They, um, they helped me create the name Verbena. Mm-hmm. They helped me with my logo. They helped me with the whole like brand design and look. When I told them about the space, I also then brought them on to help with like the interior design and the kind of the vision of everything. I want it to be very feminine and botanical and just beautiful. And they really just like took that and ran with it and put together, they put together a mood board that was like literally exactly what I had in mind. And then I look back at it now and it really came out so similar to what was on that mood board. So I owe a lot of it to them. And we were like, it was so much fun. We were very much on the same page. Yeah. It's just, it's such a beautiful space. Like I can't wait for everybody who hasn't already been there to go see it because just you walk in and you see all the beautiful and they're beautifully colored products as well. And they Mm -hmm. just like have such a vibe to them. And then you look over and you see the counter and the cool lights and they're all kind of going different ways. (laughs) And your team, your staff was just so kind and welcoming and saying, Hey, and the music was great. And (laughs) like, we just had such a good experience. Like we, we just spent so much time there, my friend and I, um, just talking and, and it just felt like such a welcoming space to do that. Yeah. Talk to us about the future. Like Mm -hmm. the space is complete air quotes yes you know is it ever complete but <laughs> but what do you see for the next you know six months the the holiday season where do you see verbena going so i always wanted to do a lot of events i mean we're limited in space we can only do like 15 to 20 people mm-hmm. but we've had a lot of people wanting to do private events like they we have a couple coming up where people have like their sobriety anniversary they want to celebrate cool. i think that's really cool uh-huh. um, we had our first book club last week and we're going to keep doing that monthly and then we have a lot planned for October. Um, sober October is similar oh, to like dry January. So we want to have something planned for each week. And we're going to kind of do, um, we, we don't have a name for it yet, but sort mm-hmm. of like a, a punch card of if you do all of the different things on it. Um, there'll be a big, big prize at the end of that. Uh-huh. So we're going to do a big push for that. And then um, for me, I'm also working on getting the website up and running so that we can sell all the products through that as well oh, and so just cool. figuring out yeah how to how to make that come <laughs> come alive. we would really want to have yeah. that up and running in time for dry january yeah so that's something we're very focused on right now uh-huh. as well I think it's so amazing. I just love hearing this story of how one little idea and one little push to start small has turned into yeah, it really snowball <laughs> right yeah snowball, snowball quick and I like that cuz yeah. I, I had told you that our idea happened 
beginning of January, we finally found the space in, in April and got the keys. And here we are. Like we move, move yeah. very similarly. I just love all that you're doing. And so I'm so grateful for you to share not only all of that, um, but to share the mom life stuff too. Because I think it's so important for us to have these conversations of like, we're our own breed. Like, yeah. There's a lot going on in our mompreneur lives. Um, and, and so I think when we can have those conversations, it just feels like you're not alone. That's honestly been one of my favorite parts of taking this new direction with my career is the amazing, mostly women that I've been able to partner with, like Charity at Studio Chartreuse, like Amber with Cleveland Tea Revival. Um, it's just, it's like opened the doors to me to so many amazing women that I've gotten to work with and partner with. And it's, it just, it, that fills me with so much joy to be able to spend my time with them. And they are, it's an amazing community. They're so supportive and so much fun. I love it. Well, Molly, thank you so much for taking the time for sharing and everybody who's listening go to Verbena. Everything will be linked below, but maybe we can make a date. Maybe we can like pick a day on the calendar and everybody can join up at the same time. That'd be so fun. That would be fabulous. Mm -hmm. Um, We're right in the heart of Hingetown Mm -hmm. at West 29th and Church Street. And um, the best way to keep up with what we have going on is on Instagram, which is at Verbena Free Spirited. Yay. Well, I can't wait for everybody to get to see this. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was so much fun. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. You have no idea how much your listenership means to me. If you love what you heard, would you mind leaving us a review? It'll help get these episodes into more mompreneurs earbuds and into our community. Ready to get your next season or project done? Then you need to check out the studio. It offers a creative, collaborative, and Instagrammable space for mompreneurs to batch their podcasts and beyond. Head to mompreneurco.com slash studio to learn how to cut your marketing time from three months to one day so you can spread your message and mission on autopilot while enjoying the work and people you love most. See you next time.